I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real. We really debating the industry and what the six of feel. Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real. Ain't no strangers to the bricks. Now let's build something for real. It's too real, real, it's too real. What's going on, people? It's your boy E. It's Too Real the Podcast. Back for another episode. This time I'm on my ones. Shout out to my brother Swan. Um, yeah, man, we here. Well, I'm here. Hope y'all doing well out out there, man. Hope y'all enjoying this. Be- if you're in Toronto, hope you're enjoying this beautiful weather that we were afforded today. You know what I'm saying? In October, never thought I'd have to put the AC back on in the crib. Shit was really hot, man. But um, yeah, man, we here. Literally, when y'all hearing this a week from now, you will have legal marijuana. So life is looking good on this side of the border, man. We are the north, as as the raps once quoted it. But um, yeah, man, I just want to say welcome back. Shout out to everybody listening. Um, shout out to any new listeners, man. Um. For those that didn't listen, I was on Marlon Palmer's podcast, the Extra Gravy podcast with Big Norm, last week's episode. So if you didn't hear that, go listen to it. I, I truly enjoy being guests, you know what I mean, on, on other podcasts. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Extra Gravy. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, man, um, just smoking some good weed on this fine Tuesday. Uh, man, it's, it's just good to be alive, man. It's a blessing to be alive. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Um. Over the weekend, or well not over the weekend, but on Friday, Lil Baby and Gunna dropped their new album, Drip Harder. For those that actually fuck with Lil Baby and Gunna, this has been something that's been in the making for a long, long time, man. Like, they've been talking about this. They never gave us a name at the time, but they've been teasing, you know what I'm saying? Saying he was going to drop something. And I'm going to keep it real. I was, if, if you listen to the last podcast and all the other podcasts, I really was the guy that was hyping this album. I'm not gonna say the album isn't hard because the album is hard, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't it could have been harder. I think it could have been harder. Like when you think of songs like Sold Out Dates, you think of like Money Forever and just other songs that they've like, you know, they've done, like they they blend well, you know what I'm saying? But this album, I don't know, it just V Long with like I'm not and when I'm saying this, I don't wanna say I I'm not trying to shit on the album because I actually bump it. I've been bumping it since Friday, it's Tuesday. Still listening to it, but how I feel about Lil Baby independently and how I feel about Gunna independently. Like, I didn't get that. You know what I'm saying? Usually when I listen to Lil Baby, like, I'm going to just say, it's like, I'm going to give it a 10. I'm going to give Gunna a 10 when I'm listening to him. But this, I'm going to give it an 8. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get, let me see. I'll give it a 18 or whatever. I'm supposed to be giving it a 20. I'm, I'll give it 16 out of 20 if I put the two tens together. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like that. I really think, and maybe it'll grow on me, but... It just didn't hit hit like I was hitting. Like, and I remember speaking this to Swan on the last episode about what I like from Lil Baby is the pain. You know what I mean? I was con- con- concerned if I'm going to get that street talk and like Lil Baby talking about what he's gone through. He did that on the deep end, which is a song by himself. You know what I'm saying? And that song's hard. Like, that song's hard. Like, that's my type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Then Gunna came on on The World Is Yours independently after. So, like, besides V Lone and the song with Drake. And the song with Young Thug, like, I feel like the songs they did independently were better than the songs they did together. You know what I'm saying? But 
still a good album, still good vibes, still still some swag shit to you know what I mean to ride around to and just you know what I mean just vibe to definitely. But what I was expecting then and then do what I was expecting. Um, Drake Drake got to stop, man. Drake out here just body and shit, man. Drake's verse on Never Recover is fucking ridiculous, man. You know what? I'm not even hyping it when you say you got to pull it up because he's fucking, he's viciously attacking the beat, like viciously. And you have to pull it up. Like you're, you're hearing him say shit and he's spitting so fast. And you're like, what did he just say next? Like that, that verse is fucking cold. A long ass verse, man. And that's the thing about Drake, man. Like he knows when people are listening. He knows the streets is listening. All right, man. You know what? I'm, if I'm going to do my little pop shit at times, I'm going to do my singing. I know that obviously I'm the biggest rapper. You know what I mean? Who's gonna turn down the Drake first? Like Lil Baby and Gunna is hot. So like they ain't gonna put you on their song if you're not Drake. You know what I'm saying? They don't need you. So just Drake giving them that verse, man. And obviously, you know what I mean? He did they did yes indeed, but that verse was fucking wild. That verse is wild. You already see in the captions, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't remember. He had a line. He had a line. It's like, um, you kicked it like she was feeling you. She told the story that she split the bill with you type shit. You know what I'm saying? And he's just body and shit. I, I'm, I watch the money as dirty as clean. Like the flow is the flow is mean. You know what I'm saying? And right after that, Gunner comes in and you know he's just starting with his flow. You know what I'm saying? Song songs hard, man. There's definitely some good songs in the album. You know what I'm saying? That that um that deep end, man. Little baby's my nigga, man. Who gets you niggas up? Go get a refill. Yeah, that's my boy right there. Yeah, Lil Baby's hard, man. Um, definitely. Nah, I like the album. I ain't gonna lie. Off White featuring Lil Durk is cool. Um, Pressa dropped a new song. You know what I mean? And it's um with Lil Uzi called 420 in London. And so I think that's a big deal. You know what I mean? Lil Uzi's a pretty big artist, and just him doing that song, like you know what I mean? I could be wrong. It just kind of gives me the feeling like maybe he got signed. You know what I'm saying? Like for um. Lil Uzi, that actually, you know what I mean? Lil Uzi, Nicki Minaj had trouble getting a Lil Uzi verse, you know what I'm saying? And obviously, I know it's because of the whole Cardi thing, but but that's still Nicki Minaj, you know what I mean? So, press it to get a, Nicki, um, a Lil Uzi verse cleared, you know what I mean? Something must be in the works, or, you know, you feel what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, the song's hard. 420 London. I'm with, we at the sun. Yeah, it's, it's, it's classic presser flow. You know, talking, you know, he's talking some shit on there. You know what I mean? Some street shit. Um, speaking of some street shit, some hardcore shit, man. This album, if if you go to the gym or if you do whatever, like if you're just trying to get motivated, like just to get angry or just, just to put in some work. Like, honestly, I hit the chin up bar, the pull up bar, man, with this um Styles P and Davies Beloved. Oh my goodness. Oh, this shit is like I I hate that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to sound like, yo, this is some boom bap shit, but this is some classic, like, this is, this shit's knocking. Like, they really talking that shit, and they, like, um, Davies and Styles P are doing it in, like, the Jada Kiss and Styles P way. It's fucking, that shit is hard. I don't want to hear nobody say nothing, yo, like, yo, they rapidly rap niggas, nah. They saying a lot of shit on that album, man. Like, Beloved is called Free Tax, you know what I'm saying? But... The, just straight off the intro, you know, both of them have the name David, you know what I'm saying? And then, so, like, the intro's just deep. Like, David Styles and David Brewster, that's, that's you know, Styles P and S D V. So, 
it's just deep, man. It's just deep. And Styles P is um, Davey's favorite rapper. He said that from from the gate, you know. So it's just crazy, man. That album is hard, man. I hope it does not get slept on. Ti's album dropped. I haven't even listened to it. Yet. I'm gonna keep it real and like, I don't know. I didn't even really. There was no real. Swan told me it's, it's hard. I'm gonna get my chance to listen to it, but I'm just not really in a rush to listen to that right now. You know what I'm saying? I have no clue why. Paper Trail is one of my favorite albums. I think that album is amazing. But I'm gonna give this a try. But I don't know. Ti just being on social media so much. I don't know. I just I guess I see him enough that I'm not even like really you check trying to check with this album. But I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna definitely give it a spin. Tips a legend. Uh But shout out to my boy Takashi, man. Look, I know a lot of people hate Takashi. They don't understand him. I don't understand him myself. But yo, he he's. He's one of the best out right now, man. I think besides Drake, he really is the hottest in the game. You know what I'm saying? I know people always like to throw the Cardi B thing in there, but I don't know if Cardi... Cardi B hasn't really put out no music in a minute. She was on the Maroon 5 shit, if y'all want to throw that out there, but stupid. Yo, that new Takashi featuring Bobby Shmurda, obviously Bobby's in jail, so like it's not really about Bobby's verse, but it's just dope. He's paying homage, but the energy, man. Man, that shit, that shit is hard. That shit is hard, man, and... Takashi just has the personality that just he just keeps. He, I don't know, man. You you could say it's trolling, but this is more than trolling. Like he really knows just how to get people interacting on his shit, man. And his his following is growing. He's at like almost fifteen million. Like this guy is this guy is yo. He's he's gonna be an unstoppable force. I would love to see if he can keep this up, but I feel like regardless, he can. People always buy into the personality of him, so he could like probably do acting or start his own vlogs. Just. He'll always have a crowd, but I wonder if he can continue. Like, he's 10 for 10 right now, I personally believe. You know what I mean? Could he be 20 for 20? Just keep dropping singles like that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know, man, but he's got this stupid challenge, and a, a lot of people on Twitter, you know what I mean? Not a lot. Let me chill. Not a lot. But, you know, Brooklyn Twitter is is um, is um going at him for um stealing 2-2-G's dance. Um, you probably a lot of people don't even know who Twenty Two G's is. He has that song "Pull Up in Suburban" or "Blicky the Bird." And, you know what I mean, he's just, he's a Brooklyn rapper. Um, to me, I see there's like there's like one part of the dance where it's like, yo, he does like kicks his leg, but I don't think it's the dance even looks the same. You know what I'm saying? Like it, to me, it doesn't look exactly the same. But yo, Takashi has everybody doing it. Antonio Brown did it during the NFL game. Another NFL player did it. Black China was doing it in the store. And Takashi knows how to troll. So he puts up the, the video with Black China. He's like, oh, Beyonce doing the, the stupid challenge. You know what I'm saying? Just knowing people's going to wild out calling Black China Beyonce. He's just he's just calculated, man. And yo, if he hasn't told you to suck his dick, it's hard not to like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, the music's good. And then, like, you know what I mean? He, he has his moments where he's humble. You know what I'm saying? If you really think about it, he, like he dropped um, a video yesterday talking about how Gummo came out a year till to, to that day. You know what I'm saying? His life changed in a year. He was homeless. Not homeless. He was broke. He was he had a daughter. And his, you know what I mean? He was living in his girlfriend's crib and shit. And now his life changed, man. So like you, besides the disrespect, and I understand if you disrespected you, by all means, hate him and feel a way about him. You know what I'm saying? But the... The boy is the boy's out here, man. I can't lie, man. Like you can't you can't knock Takashi at all. You know what I'm saying? But um shout out to Takashi. That song stupid is crazy, man. I really can't wait for Bobby Schmurder to come home. His mom just announced that he's coming home this in twenty what was it like? I think December, November twenty twenty, man. So it's like obviously 
it's a long time, you know what I mean? But it's people he's probably doing jail time with that's doing life. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna come, but it's a little wait. But um yeah, man, but shout out to Takashi, man. So if you haven't heard that song, I don't know what rock you're under, but go bump that shit. That shit is fire. I wanna say shout out to the biggest boss, Ricky Rose, who just cleared up his tax debt, you know what I mean, with the IRS. These guys are some monsters, man. He had to pay four point six million. You know what I mean? To avoid going to jail and them seizing his assets. So he just has to just go get four point six million and like, yo, here, hold that. I ain't got that type of money. I don't know what it's like, but I don't think that shit is easy at all. You know what I'm saying? But obviously it's it's his freedom, but damn, like he's gonna have to make that back. He's gonna have to recoup that. You know what I'm saying? Like you saw that happen with fifty cent when he had to pay um Rick Ross's baby moms seven million or some shit like that. Like when you're making Jay Z money, like you're making money, like eighty million a year, I right, you can you can nobody wants to take that seven million loss. But when you're back, when you're down to like really making ten or even five, it's like you take a five million dollar loss for seven million dollar loss. It's like damn, like how do I make that back? You know what I mean? Plus double it up, basically make ten back, then still pay these motherfuckers more taxes on top of that. So you know what I mean? So damn, you know, shout out to Rick Ross for. Having the cash, you know what I mean, to pay them. A lot of rappers would be in trouble if they asked them right now. Like, yo, what's up with that money you owe us? Niggas going to do that bid and then come out and still pay it. You know what I'm saying? Shit is crazy. Pay your taxes. Um, that is crazy, man. But shout out to Rick Ross, man, because, you know what I mean, some niggas might just move to... I, I, know, I know niggas that would just move to Africa. You know what I'm saying? Just take everything they got and never come back to the States. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. Did the race on these niggas. Like, yo, I just... I'd rather have my money than, than give it to these guys. I'll never come back. But, um, yeah, shout out to Rick Ross, man. Uh, isn't this the trend, man? And I'm not trying to victimize or anything. Honestly, I, let, me, let, me, let me be more sensitive. But, damn, this, this new, I guess maybe, like, we know I'm tired of, it's cliche to say we're in the social media era, so everything comes out. But, damn, a rape case, you know what I mean? Every other day on a celebrity is coming out, man. And um, yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo, one of my favorite players ever, you know what I'm saying, has been accused of rape in 2009 with a lady named Catherine Mayorga. Yo, man, I just don't know. You know what I mean? There's, there's, there's details, but the details are minimal and like there's just not much out there. You know what I'm saying? But... I read an article. I just don't know how true this is. I read an article from the Daily, I think the Sun or the Daily Mirror, one of those art, um, news reports, and it said how she went to Las Vegas police um, right after it happened and filed for her rape kit and then decided not to press charges and settled for 240,000 pounds. But I haven't seen that anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? So I saw that there. But she decided to she went to Las Vegas police like a month ago and said she wants to open the case so they still have her kit. And now she's on it saying Ronaldo raped her. So it's 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 crazy, man. And you know what I mean? He's a global superstar. As far as athletes, he's the only athlete with a, a bigger following than LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? This is Nike's golden boy. This this is he's he is fuck, he is probably the greatest player to ever play soccer, ever play football in in ever. You know what I'm saying? So for something like this to be on your record is is crazy. And also to be a European man raping an American, you know what I'm saying? It's 
It's just not a good look. You know what I'm saying? And and this is where the rape thing gets so scary because you'd be like, damn, Ronaldo had every bad bitch in the world. He could have everybody. Like he's had Kim Kardashian. I think he had Bella Hadid. He he's had all those all those European things. He didn't had them all. You know what I'm saying? Even the American ones. I feel like he could he's the type of nigga that could be like, yo, Rihanna, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Rihanna, he's you know what I mean? We're like we're showing nigga, you know what I mean? What's up? You know what I'm saying? I seen Rihanna with Kareem Benzema and shit. So it's just like He's that nigga, so it's like, but then you start to think, so why would he rape? You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to ask those questions because I've, I personally have realized I'm not sensitive towards this whole rape um, epidemic of like things coming out. And like, you know, I've realized I haven't been too sensitive towards it because I just personally, it hasn't affected me like that. You know what I mean? And I hope it never does, God forbid. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, obviously, I don't have any friends or I don't know any per- anybody personally who's been raped. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen the traumatic stress is, is caused on them. You know? So, like, that's why I feel like, you know, I'm always trying to use my, my head and, and think about facts and put myself in a position. But I really haven't been in the position. So, it's like, whenever these stories come out, I'm always like, yo, but it's Ronaldo. He got money. Da, 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 da. Why would he do that? So, it's like, I try not to speculate anymore because... You know what I'm saying? Something could be real, something could be fake. But more I just hope more details come out, you know what I'm saying, about this story. So we can we can judge and you know what I mean, but it's just spooky, man. But I hope he clears his name and like I hope it's not true. That's what I I really hope it's not true. You know what I'm saying? But fuck man, that's the time we are in right now, you know what I'm saying? Like people are like I just expect more. Before the year's done, I expect more to come out, you know what I'm saying? Maybe more on Ronaldo, more on any anybody, man, because fuck, like, I guess women have the courage now, you know what I mean? And you never know, like, a woman could really just be like, yo, thinking back, like, yo, what me, me and that guy fucked years ago. Nah, that, that didn't feel right. Like, I don't think that I wanted that. You know what I'm saying? That could happen, and you could totally remember the situation differently. Yo, this girl was a freak. She was trying to, you know what I mean? She was trying to do a damn thing, and then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? It's just it's it's just different, man. We just got to try to consent and literally make sure it's fucking clear. You know what I'm saying? Just make it clear that, yo, do you want to do this? As, as awkward as it can be, it can ruin the mood. Really ask, are you comfortable? You know what I mean? You want some water? Like, do you need some air? Do you need me to back up? You know what I'm saying? Because, fuck, shit is getting spooky out here, man. It's really, really uncomfortable, man. Um... More on that type of situation, and I mean this with no disrespect, it just kind of popped in my mind. I mean, rest in peace, XX Tentacion. But um, Vic Mensa apparently did a freestyle for the BET Cypher and at BET Hip Hop Awards. And while um, XX Tentacion's mom was in attendance accepting an award for him as Best New Artist, the freestyle was referring to him as a domestic. There is no lyrics out right now, but this is what people are speculating. People that were there, um, DJ, I think his name is DJ, I can't remember, it's DJ Sneak or something like that. I can't remember his name, but DJ Scream, that's XX Satasian's DJ. He was at the awards and he said, apparently it was like, um, we shouldn't set, we shouldn't celebrate people that are abusing women and calling them legends. You know what I'm saying? Um, it did come out that apparently. The cipher wasn't live, and um, Vic Mensa dropped it. It was recorded weeks before Vic Mensa dropped, um, before everybody saw it. But fuck, man, 
Vic Mensa made a video and he's kind of like doubling down on it. He's like, yeah, it was recorded before, but I stand vehemently, I stand vehemently on the the notion that women should we should not celebrate men that have that have put hands on women as as legends and blah blah blah. And I'm not saying his message is wrong, but it's just like, man, he's dead. You should just kind of like try to just tone it down in a way. You know what I'm saying? But if that's his belief, those are his beliefs. But there's also a contradiction of where there's a video of him on The Breakfast Club. You know what I mean? And he's talking about choking the girl out. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it gets deep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know what I mean? He Maybe he's repented for his sins and now he's he's changed. But the things X was accused of is just, is just wild. But regardless, like you can't throw stones. You know what I mean? If you, you know what I mean? What, what, what did Jesus say? Let he was he let he who was without sin cast the first stone. You know what I'm saying? So just because you choked her and he and apparently he um allegedly threatened to uh, put a a rake up her pussy. You know what I'm saying? They're both sins. You know what I mean? So one's not one is sounds more crazy than the other, but at the end of the day, the same shit. You know what I'm saying? So Vic Manson, you know he know how to stay in some drama. You know what I'm saying? But we are gonna figure out what happens and. If it was recorded, because people are still saying, yeah, it was recorded weeks, but they don't know if it was recorded when X was dead. You know what I'm saying? So if it was recorded after he was dead, he was just like, he's just on some next shit. Like he's really on this this bring hip hop back shit. Because you dissing dead niggas, you just like, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? And people already don't like you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Um, yo, man. And honestly, since we on the rape shit, man. It's crazy what's really going on. And like, yo, growing up, this, I guess I was just shielded from the world, but I guess it's really the internet. You know what I'm saying? I had the internet as a kid, but like, I, like, rape was just never a thing to even think about. Like, I don't remember if any movies I saw was anybody get raped. Um, only thing I can really remember was, um, Stoney and Set It Off. You know what I mean? And that wasn't rape because she could, she, she consigned to the sex for the check. You know what I'm saying? And she, she went to Nate and she's like, Nate, I'm in a bind. <laughs> I'm in a bind, Nate. And yo, yo, Nate was like, you in a bind? <laughs> but um, that's the only thing I can remember. I can't really remember any scenes of rape. You know what I'm saying? But it's just crazy what's going on. Um, There was a page. I didn't get to see it. You know what I'm saying? But there was a page that hit the hit Toronto and was called Six Rapist. You know what I mean? You know, the trying to refer to Toronto as a six and it was on on Instagram and apparently the, the page was naming and putting people who were rapists and who have raped people. This is all alleged stuff, but this is that's just you know, it's just getting crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like if that's what's going on out here at home, sheesh. Cause I don't know any rapists, you know what I'm saying? I haven't heard any stories. I've never heard or known anybody that's been charged with rape. Like personally, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So Something I would see on TV, and you know what I mean. But niggas is out here doing. I'm not gonna be oblivious to that. Like I know. Oh yes, I did remember. Okay, okay. Players Club. That was definitely a rape scene in Players Club, man. When um, when um, what's what's her name's brother? I don't know the girl's name, but Eva Diamond's Diamond's cousin, Lisa Ray's cousin, got raped. When you know what I mean, she was just there to dance as a stripper, and these niggas just. I mean, um, the girl's brother, Junior's brother, packed her out. That was fucked up. Yeah, that was fucked up. That was fucked up. Holy, she was, yeah, that was fucked up. Okay. Yo, don't mind me, I'm high, but honestly, I just remembered my first rape scene. I saw that. I was, I was maybe like 13, 12. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was wild. Um, Players Club. 
But yeah, where was I? But yeah, apparently in Toronto, niggas is there's a page with people's faces. You know what I mean? And, and it's all alleged, so it, it's not cool because you know what I mean. If you're gonna do something like that, it's, you should show your face. But all right, I'm calling out all the rapists because if it's not true, you're really about to just have niggas thinking some people are rapists. You know what I'm saying? But I hope a lot of the I hope everybody that that claims a rape, you know what I mean, is a real official rape because we don't want. Think it get to the point where it's cry wolf, you know what I'm saying? Where people just saying rape, 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 and like this is serious. Like if you had consented sex and you, you didn't want your boyfriend to know and you cheated on him, like you gonna have to own up to it or find an alibi. Don't be like, you know, this nigga raped me. You know what I'm saying? I, I saw a story like that from some girl who was doing time in a university. She's doing time in like I think it's an Arkansas jail. She got ran, a train got ran on her. By like a whole foot, like not a whole football team, football team, but a good amount of niggas on the football team, and she ended up claiming rape. And then, you know, what I mean, some of the white teammates, you know, what I mean, that's just crazy how it was like it came down to other teammates who are, you know, what I mean, of other colors that had credibility. You know I mean, it was like, nah, Shorty was really just giving it up. You know what I'm saying? But she had a boyfriend, and when the shit started to hit the campus, she would just claim rape. So, you know, what I'm saying, I really hope, I pray for all the victims. I pray they find healing and comfort. You know what I mean? But like, I really hope that this shit gets, this shit's just get, c coming out of nowhere. You know what I mean? For Toronto pages like that and having niggas' faces up, you know what I mean? It's not cool. You know what I mean? Especially to, if you're doing it behind a fake page because you, you 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 have power to just destroy lives. And this could be your own ulterior motives. Like, no, nah, I don't like this nigga. You know what I'm saying? It could be a girl. You know what I mean? Trying to sauce up a nigga shit. But... Um, yeah, I didn't get to see the page, but I did see some of the faces. And I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Your face is on that shit. But um, definitely, man, prayers for all the women and all the men and children that are going through all these type of things. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not right. You know what I'm saying? And I want to be more compassionate, and I hope I can be. You know what I'm saying? Because it just hasn't affected me, and I pray it never, ever does. But it's it's nothing right. It's something that it's, it's nothing right at all. You know what I'm saying? For somebody to have to live with that and deal with that for the rest of their life. So I definitely, definitely under um I try to um reason with you guys, you know what I'm saying? But um but um yo, a whole lot of rape talk this week, man. I ain't got I ain't even I ain't even lying. Bill Cosby, like I guess the prison was feeling some heat because there was a rumor that Bill Cosby got slapped with a chicken patty and they just they felt the need to clear that up that he was not Attacked with a chicken slap with a chicken patty. He's been, he's been well while he's been in prison. But honestly, I kind of knew that was fake for two reasons. Because obviously the guards are gonna be watching Mr. Cosby. Like the, nothing can go wrong on their watch. You know what I'm saying? I'm wishing death on no man, but I don't expect him to make it out of there. So it's like they don't want to be it to be off. Like somebody slaps him, and all of a sudden he just goes out off of some some next shit because he was supposed to go out anyways. It's like yo, he died in there off an assault prison is going to get sued the whole thing is just going to go crazy you know what i'm saying and two niggas is not wasting chicken as much as the chicken is put together and this it may as disgusting it may be fuck chicken in there is some some shit you know what i'm saying like you, that's your protein and shit like what is you what are you gonna say? slap bill with the chicken you know what i'm saying maybe with some jello you know what i'm saying but um Yo, I even seen his lawyers talking about they trying to get him out, that they want to retrial, that the trial wasn't well. Hey, man, I don't think they're hearing you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they want you out, man. I don't think there's anything you can do. I go by probability. You know what I'm saying? I learned that was like grade three, grade four. If 60 women came forward and said that shit, I'm gonna believe, I got to believe at least 
five, like at minimal five, you know what I'm saying? So you was out there putting, popping, you know what I'm saying? Putting in and putting, you know what I mean? Quaaludes in the pudding. I hear you, bro. You know what I'm saying? But definitely, I don't like the fact that, you you know what I mean, you're in there and you you didn't get the due process, you know what I mean? They used your deposition on you, which was not supposed to be admissible in court, you know what I'm saying? But hey, man, somehow, somehow, some way, things always work themselves out, you know what I'm saying? Like... You know what I mean? That's just how life goes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You can you, you could be up and you just end on the down. You know what I mean, you could be down and you could be up. You really just gotta just send out good energy and just you just gotta be a good person, man. Because fuck, man, a lot of this shit that we're seeing, you never know if this is really well deserved. You know what I mean? This is a lot, and you know what I mean they've dodged so much bullshit, dodged so much things that they deserve, and karma finally catches up with them. I'm not even a person that believes in karma, but I don't know what to call it. You know what I mean? I don't know what to call whatever's catching up to them, you know what I mean? But moving on, moving on, moving on. This shit is crazy. Um, Pooch Hall, a lot of you know him from the game. Never watched that show. I'm going to keep it real. But I do know him from um, the Ray Donovan show. You know what I'm saying? Ray's blood brother, Mickey, Mickey's son. He's wild. He needs Ray to clean this up right now. Um, Pooch Hall was driving him. Burbank, California, when he had his two-year-old son on his lap, and at the wheel, at the wheel, he hit two parked cars. Cops say his, um, I don't know what the BAC stands for. Obviously, it's like the the alcohol level was point twenty five, more than three times the limit. Witnesses were horrified to see Pooch's child crying in the front seat while the child child's car seat was laying uninstalled in the back, and then. From there, TMZ is doing their 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 digging, and they going through his Instagram and start finding videos of him driving around with his kids with no seatbelt on, and he's like doing the selfie thing in the back, like he's recording his kids. One's in the passenger seat, two in the back, and I mean he's holding his phone like in selfie mode and driving, and none of them are wearing their seatbelt, you know. So they're just going in on it right now, and DCFS has been called into this. You know, I mean, child services has been called because. That is obviously. I don't think this is gonna make him lose his kid, but it's it's a situation now. You put yourself in some fucking some nonsense, bro. Like to him to put himself in some shit like this, being that I don't know why are you even drunk with your kid. Like where I don't know. They don't say the time of this incident, but being drunk with your kid that could happen. I understand that could happen, but not being in the car seat on your lap, like you're really drunk. Like he said, "Daddy," like yeah, you really put him on the seat. Like you just drunk. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's one of those guys that really can't be drunk. Like, this was a stupid move. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's going to learn from this. It's just embarrassing. People are going to look at him like a dick and like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? So it's just something he's going to learn from. But it's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Now his kid's going to have to go through the system or whatever. You know what I mean? That is just, I don't know if he's with his wife or baby moms, but she's going to be looking at this nigga like, you's fucking bugging, bro. Like, he... He really just looks like a dickhead. There's no way anybody like is gonna look at him and look at him and just not like, yo, you're a clown. You know I mean, he's gonna have to find a way to get his head out of his ass on this one. But um, hopefully he bounces back. You know what I mean? And his, his kids is okay. Uh, over the weekend, the Joe Budden podcast dropped. Um, Chance the rapper was on it. That was a that was a, like a surprise. There was no really real announcement or anything about it. And um. Yo, it turned out to be a real dope episode, man. I got a, I got a lot better understanding of Chance, you know what I'm saying? Because I was somebody who just kind of thought he popped up out of nowhere. 
You know what I'm saying? But he put a lot more credibility to his story. You know what I'm saying? That he was touring. He was on the same tour as Joe Budden. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and you know, they, they discussed if Chance was signed, his relationship with Kanye. It was dope, man. I think he's just a genuine guy. He's just a good-spirited guy who, who just likes to do good things. You know what I'm saying? Like... When I've never heard him speak before and you always hear the narrative, you just think, yo, who's just trying to make this guy be, like, who's just trying to push this guy onto you? But when you actually listen to the interview um, or the, the podcast episode, the, um, you definitely see that, yo, he's just a guy who's really grew up a certain way, grew up with two parents in the household, in church, you know what I'm saying? He's about to marry his fiance. he has a daughter with her, he met, he met her, he's, he's known her for like 10, 11 years, some type shit, like... Yo, he's just a genuine dude, man. And when he comes off, obviously nobody's perfect, but when he comes off as a goody two-shoes, hey, there really probably is goody two-shoes in this world. I don't think he's faking at all. Like, that was actually a good way for me to understand who Chance is. I felt like they could have talked about a lot more, but it, 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 was, it, was, it was dope. It was dope, man. Um, Kanye, I'm glad that he he's not a yes man. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those guys that always says, how do these guys be around Kanye? Like, how does Pusha T, how does Nas be around Kanye? How do these guys who have so much respect for for um, the black community and the struggle, how do they agree with a guy like this or even listen to a guy like this? But Chance, he he was talking as if he's told Kanye that he doesn't agree with him and, and I mean, his his ideas ain't hit, like, he doesn't fuck with that. Like, it, it was dope to see him act like that, you know what I'm saying, and condemn certain things, knowing that he's supposed to be so close with Kanye. But, um, yeah, that was dope. Um, I, I enjoyed this, the Saturday episodes of the Joe Budden podcast, you know what I'm saying? Um, everything's probably, like, came out throughout the week, and they just joke, and they just relaxing. It, it's, it's a dope vibe. Uh, what else, what else, what else? Oh, okay, earlier today... Joe Budden put up a clip of um, his show on Revolt called State of the Culture. And he was like, okay, we back, damn it. New State of the Culture out right now. And Offset just jumped in the comments like, I watched your show. You're a grown-ass nigga speaking on women. I seen you in Barnes. He's referring to Barney's department store. You ran like I was going to do something to you. Laugh out loud. You a whole-ass nigga. As soon as you get touched, you're going you gonna to be police. And, like, there was no inclination. Like, there was nothing that told you why he did this. Obviously, I watched the episode State of Culture, but, and he discussed the situation about Cardi getting arrested and, you know, allegedly sending two, sending niggas and women to fuck up those two sisters because they was fucking with Offset. But I don't think he said anything that he didn't say on the podcast, maybe because this, this shows um, the visuals are out or what. I'm just not sure. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he was too disrespectful besides the part where he was like, he said, instead of referring to Cardi B as just Cardi B, he was like, culture's mom um, turned herself in. You know what I'm saying? If that, that could be the, the trigger right there. But um, other than that, I don't know what really made Offset do this. But Offset's, he's a guy he ain't playing. Like, I remember um, when Cardi put up that picture when she had a stroller, you know what I mean? She was looking real nice, um, saying, we about to go see daddy. And then, I think it was a producer, an artist, jumped in the comments, and he was like, he said something. Like, he just put, like, a heart eyes or something. And Offset just was like, all right, nigga, I'm going to see you when I see you. Like, just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he ain't playing that shit. But um, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I'm excited. I mean, 
I'm always excited to hear the Joe Budden podcast, but I want to hear Joe address this and what's going on and did he run uh, or whatever the situation is. But um, it's not going to be good because, you know, Joe's going to sarcastically spin it and then Offset's going to want to see what's up. Man. You know, hopefully they never cross paths, but it, it could get bad. You know what I'm saying? It can get bad because, you know, the Migos like to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? They've been putting hands on things. I'm, I'm going to keep it real. So, they ain't ducking no fades out here. But, um, yeah, and you know Joe, man. Joe's going to sarcastically say, you know, no, I wasn't running for you. I was going to get socks downstairs or some, some random shit, you know what I'm saying, and just spin it and just, you know, he, he, he he's good with words and he can make these guys, make it make it a bad situation. But we're going to see. Um, Kanye West, man, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's up with your boy, man. Um Apparently, he's going to meet with Donald Trump to discuss prison reform, violence in Chicago. I I don't know if they're going to get anywhere from this. Like, I wonder what Trump, you know, like he's doing Trump's work, but I wonder if Trump even respects this guy. Like, if they sit down and talk, he's going to be like, how can I? Like, you know, he did help that lady out with Kim Kardashian, the lady that was in prison for, um, I think she, I believe she uh, killed a guy that was, um, that that was uh, human trafficking her from such a young age. Like I think, like when she was a minor, he was raping her and abusing her. And the day she decided to, I mean, retaliate and not even retaliate, just I guess um, defend herself. You know what I'm saying? She was convicted. I think she was in jail for like maybe 17 years or some shit. And Kim got her freed. So hopefully, the good can come out of this. But you know, I doubt it. You know what I'm saying? Kanye will go up there and then. Talk about all the things he saw. He was thinking about redesigning the White House and all the artwork. You know, he just, he's, he, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why he's the guy to talk about prison reform and violence in Chicago. But we will see. You know what I'm saying? We will see. But 2018 is definitely a different time, man, because uh, Ronald Reagan is turning over in his grave. Richard Nixon is turning over in his grave seeing presidents meet with rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like, Donald Trump and Kanye West are going to have lunch to discuss prison reform. Like, you don't even got to be a politician no more or somebody who's in the community who has a proven track record. You can really just have some clout, some have the media on your side, and niggas is going to meet, meet with you. You know what I'm saying? And shit is different, man. And these are the people that are playing with your lives. You know what I'm saying? They have your lives in their hands. Um, just looking at my phone right here, looking at my phone, and I see that the Migos just won an award at the American Music Awards, and people are tripping because the Migos accept an award for favorite duo or group pop rock. Somehow, some way, the AMAs just wanted to fit these niggas in. They they they're the hottest things moving right now in the culture and just pop culture. You could say that, but I definitely I don't think you can classify them as pop. Like every song is about, you know, it's trapping, it's it's Atlanta shit, it's nigga shit, it's they talking that that way, you know what I mean? Like ain't no pop, like they're themselves, but they've crossed over just because the music is that dope and they're that um, charismatic. But I think it's dope for them. I, I, I assume this is going to help make them a, a more visible brand and more popular people because AMAs is kind of like a white show, you know what I mean? It ain't like the BT Awards and it ain't geared for hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So, 
hopefully this, you know what I mean, the bag goes up. Takeoff wasn't there um, during the award show, but the speech, the speech was cool. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to play a little bit of this. I'm going to play the speech. Thank you to all our fans for making Hold up. Um, we did not know we was winning this at all. Uh, we thank God. Mama, I love you. Uh, Mama, I love you. QC the label. Um, we ain't got no speech together, but it's all good. Hey, take off. Yes, sir, we brought it home. You thought wrong. Yes, sir. Hey, but, um, I just want to say, I want to say thank you to all my fans. Thank you to all our fans for making us number one, to making us the number one group in the world. And, um, thank God. I want to thank you, sexy lady right here in the front. You always support me. Thank God. Thank my mama. I love you, grandma. I know you watching. And um, Quavo, Huncho, the album dropped this Friday. Make sure you see that. Solo, you dig? Bow! I know the white people like, what was they saying? I don't even know what he said. He said, take off the raw. I'm like, what did that nigga just say? But um, shout out to the Migos, man, to really see that... Their come up is 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 commendable, respectable, all, all the bulls. Because, you know, I mean, just from uh Versace Versace to really be like a group that stays, we've seen so many one hit wonders, and it's hard being a group too. And they're trendsetters, you know what I'm saying? They're some of the flyest niggas in the game. They set the trend. The the lingo has trickled its way throughout the game and they're here to stay, especially with their label. QC's really a successful label, man. Lil Baby, the Migos, Lil Yachty. I believe Steph London is on there. Cardi B's managed by them. Uh, yo, they're dope, man. Shout out to them. But uh, yeah, even you, you heard um, Quavo say, album this week coming out, Honcho, solo, that way. You know what I'm saying? He actually did an interview. Um, I'm not too sure who the interview was with. I can't remember the name of the publication, but he spoke about the album coming out and how it would affect the group and he kept it real and he said yo he you know he refers to the group as the boys he's like the boys support me and everything i do i will always want to be a star basically and it's only going to make the group bigger if i'm a star he basically wants to have a migos tour but he's opening up for the migos you know what i'm saying so he has his own solo set and he says you know they support him in that he even referred to himself. He's like, "Yo, I want to do it in this in in the way that Michael Jackson did it when he when he um, linked back up with the Jackson Five, and I think that was the Victory Lap tour or the Victory tour when um, the Jackson Five had broken up for a while, and then they, they kind of like got back together after like six years after Michael became a superstar. You know what I mean? And he doesn't mind referring to himself as a Michael Jackson of the group. You know what I'm saying? But I think they're all comfortable in their own skin. They're family. They're actually real blood. You know what I'm saying? Offsets their uncle." Like their mom is offset sister, you know what I'm saying? So, like the ties is just it's way deeper than that. It's just everybody knows who they are, you know what I mean, and got got love for each other. I don't think ego can even get in the way. So that was dope to see, man. So shout out to them. I, I would love to hear an Offset album solo too. You know what I'm saying? Um, Offset Offset can rap. You know what I'm saying? Even Takeoff. I don't know how Takeoff would do as far as sales and stuff like that, but. I think they're all they're all pretty lyrical. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Quavo's maybe the less the least lyrical out of all of them. He's he's more about the swag, but Offset definitely is is lyrical. Take Takeoff is definitely lyrical. And they both got they all got their own flows and 
I think, yo, man, I think they could definitely do their own thing solo. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, congrats to the Migos, man. They're definitely, definitely putting off hip-hop. Yo, there's, they're, sooner or later, they're going to be legends. Like, what they've done is legendary, but you know what I'm saying? You just want the run to keep extending and them to keep breaking heights. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, that's that, though. Um, over the weekend, man, there was a, a great fight. Many great fights, I'm going to say. And I'm, I'm a boxing fan. I'm not really a UFC fan. But this weekend, I don't think I'm going to be missing a UFC event. As long as I'm, um, I'm going to be around, I'm going to watch UFC fights, man. I've watched UFC fights in the past, but really just the big ones like the John Bones Jones, Daniel Cormier, um, Anderson De Silva, like, you know, back in the day, but I never took it serious. But this weekend, I actually sat down, watched undercards, watched a lot of the the fights, man. There was I can't remember the guy's name. I think his name's Tony Douglas. It was Tony Douglas versus Anthony Pettis. That fight was crazy. Crazy, like I got a lot of respect for the UFC, man. After after watching it, and and I'm actually, I'm I'm sad that I'm late. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm actually really late to the party, but I'm definitely gonna be involved in all UFC events. You know what I'm saying? And I and I understand now after watching the Conor McGregor versus um, Khabib. I can't remember Khabib's last name. Khabib Nurmagomedov or something like that. Um, that fight was amazing. You know what I'm saying? The reason I got so deep in the fight was because Conor McGregor is such a superstar and first take, undisputed. If you go on, um, I, I go on boxing 24-7 and um and fight news, I was seeing this fight there. You know what I'm saying? I watched um, a lot of sports shows and it was just a big topic. You know what I'm saying? And the UFC is that popular, but for sh- the other fights have kind of evaded me. You know what I'm saying? I haven't watched many UFC fights in my lifetime, but this fight was... This fight was everything. It didn't go five rounds. I think it went four or maybe three. But damn, man, like, I, I I really have a new respect for UFC. And I understand why UFC fans are upset at boxing. Because, you know, before the UFC was out in the 90s, boxing was, from, from, from the beginning of time, boxing was about trading. You know what I mean? People would stand there and hit each other and punch each other's lights out and detriment with detriment to the health, you know what I'm saying? Like, people would walk away from the ring like a shell of themselves, you know what I'm saying? Lost so many of their reflexes, so many things, um, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't have a full life, you know what I'm saying? And take us back to the 90s of days like Prince Nassim Muhammad, uh, Mike Tyson, uh, what's his name, Pernell Whitaker, Oscar De La Hoya, Julio Cesar Chavez, these are guys that are fighting and punching each other's out. You're, you're getting a lot of action. You know what I'm saying? People aren't trying to play, um, be so defensive. You know what I'm saying? So, with, over the years, the sport of boxing lost that because Floyd was the biggest cash cow. You know what I mean? Floyd was the, at, the, at the head of the sport over the last 10 years. And hit, And I'm not knocking Floyd at all. He, he's a smart guy. You know I mean, his style of fighting is to hit and not get hit. You know what I'm saying? And if I, if anybody else has a problem with that, I think they're dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if I could do a fight like Floyd and be successful, I would definitely fight like that. You know what I'm saying? He's He, he says, I'm going to retire from boxing. Boxing won't retire me. He wants to leave the game with all his senses intact and be healthy. Like, you cannot knock that. 
Fans have to just understand that. But um, what I'm trying to say is that with all that, we've lost that action. You know what I'm saying? That toe-to-toe, what we got from Canelo and Triple G was like, you know, that's it's not normal on a big level. You know what I'm saying? As far as top-name fighters, you don't usually get that. People are going to run around the ring. People are trying to win out point, you know, out point you and stuff. But the UFC, man, like, it's nonstop action. Like, it is nonstop action of it's fighting. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and boxing is, I love the sweet science, but it's really just hand-to-hand combat. You know what I'm saying? This is all-out war. Like, a real motherfucking fight. Because in street fights, you're you going to grapple, you're going to headlock, you're going to choke, you're going to punch, you're going to kick, you're going to... You know what I mean? You're going to hit each other with whatever whatever's available. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that in the UFC, but it's it's a real fight because it's like it's you're using everything, using every part of your body. You, you have to be you have to be aware, you have to be alert, man. And it it was it was dope to see, man. Like all the fights I saw, but the Conor McGregor fight was 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 it was so exciting because you could see the emotion in both these guys. Both these guys did not like each other. Khabib was really angry. You know what I mean? Like, he really wanted to embarrass this guy. He really wanted to hurt Connor. And Styles make fights. It, it was a strategic fight because Khabib's specialty is is grappling. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, he's really good. His grapple game is good. Once he has you on the floor, chances are that's it. You know what I mean? That's night-night. Um, so it was a tactical fight. But I felt like as much as I don't know anything about UFC, from what I saw, I saw Khabib mixing it up. He was standing, standing. He wasn't just trying to wrestle. He was standing, punching with Conor McGregor. And Conor McGregor is more of the boxer. He has more experience as a boxer than Khabib, and he has the longer arms and all that. But so this guy, man, it was it was just an action-packed fight. It was amazing, man. It was literally amazing. Khabib knocked him down. Um, it was a war, man. And I believe the third round it could have been the fourth. He just he just wore Connor down and just Connor couldn't take him no more. He got him on the floor and then he made him tap. Like he was choking. He'd even choke him properly. Like he was just cranking his neck back. Like he, he was grabbing his jaw kinda and like pulling his head all the way back. You know what I'm saying? Usually people submit, but Connor kinda submitted kinda real quick. I'm not saying it didn't hurt and I wouldn't submit that quick, but usually you see guys try to like, you know, show some resistance, be tough a little bit. But hey, he's trying to live the fight another day. You know what I'm saying? And the emotion was just so much that Khabib made him quit, and he's just screaming at him. Once he, once, he, once Connor tapped, he's screaming at him. And from there, he's walking around the octagon, and he's pointing at Conor McGregor's management, and he's saying something to them. And from there, he just scales the fence. Like, this was some WWE shit. It was action-packed. You know what I'm saying? This shit was wild. He scales the... I'm sure everybody saw this by now, but I'm just, you know, giving the recap. Khabib scales the, um, scales the fence, jumps over the fence, jumps out the ring and jumps into the crowd and starts banging it out with a whole... with Conor, um, Conor McGregor's whole entourage. Shit was crazy, man. And then while that's going on, Khabib's friends jump into the ring and one of them just steals off on, on, on Conor McGregor, just punches him. Connor's like looking at him, looking at the guy to punch him, trying to fight him. Then the next guy just comes, punches him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it, it was crazy. There was so much bad blood between these guys because, you know, Conor McGregor 
has the gift of gab. You know what I'm saying? He knows how to sell a fight, and this is what makes him popular. Not only the fact that he's white and Irish, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it makes him popular because he knows how to talk that shit. And usually, he's backed up that shit. Besides, when it came to Nate Diaz and this particular fight, he's usually backed up his talk. And with Floyd Mayweather, obviously. But when you disrespect the man's religion, you disrespect the man's father, you know what I'm saying? You disrespect the man's manhood. You, 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 it's more It's more than just a fight now. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the ref wasn't there, if the ref wasn't acknowledging properly, he might have actually broke his neck. You know what I'm saying? Because he's, he's in that place where it's like, yo, I want to hurt this guy. And you saw that spill over when he jumped over the ring because he's probably like, yo, that's it? You just tap like that? Now I want to hurt you. Like, I really want to hurt you. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's probably put himself in a, a place mentally that he's like, yo, I'm I'm going to kill this guy. Like, I'm going to fucking embarrass this guy. You know what I'm saying? And he did as far as fighting, but you could just tell the emotion. And uh, he got a lot of, um, there was a lot of controversy and he got a lot of criticism for for jumping out the ring and, you know, being unsportsmanlike and unprofessional. But fuck, man, that's what happens when that's that's you you I understand that part. You gotta be a you gotta be a businessman and you gotta um respect where you are in the sport. But it's also like damn, like what the sport is the sport. And what you guys use to promote the sport, you know what I'm saying? That shit is staying with me. You know what I'm saying? You disrespect my father, you disrespect my religion, you disrespect my family, and it's just like, all right, I won now, but I'm still not mad. You feel me? So it's like, I I, I reason with, with Khabib definitely, man. And uh, there's actually a video going around of him and all his other opponents. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's a video of him and all his opponents. He's beat all his opponents. And after every fight, he hugs them. He he looks out for them. He, he says good things about them. He raises their hand. He's a respectful dude. He's an honest and good dude. But I just, just Connor was... Pushing his buttons too much, you know what I'm saying? Connor was being disrespectful, and I understand why he's doing that. But that's this is what you get, man. And you know, this Conor McGregor saying he wants a rematch, but I don't know. Like honestly, I'm, like I said, I, I, my experience with the UFC is is minimal. But from what I saw, you don't want a rematch with this guy because he's versatile. Like he he showed good ground game, showed good knuckle game, and good knee game. Like the dude, the dude is nice. The dude is nice. You know what I'm saying? And Connor looked like he didn't know. He just didn't know when he came in that ring after the first round. He did not expect that. Like, the dude was actually fighting him, like, boxing him. Like, he just looked lost. He looked lost. But um, I wonder how we're we going to see him bounce back from, you know, from defeat. Obviously, he's lost before, and he has that confidence, and he has a fan base that is just ridiculous. Like, there was actually a fight going on outside of the, the arena of Irish fans going at it with the Russian fans. And a lot of the reason people get it could be because he's Russian, but he's a Muslim. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, a lot of people don't resp um, don't really like his faith. You know what I'm saying? But that fight was that fight was real dope, man. That fight was dope. And I'm, I'm really a fan of the UFC, and I'm going to try to tune in and patch in, definitely. Um... What else was I going to say? Speaking of the fights, I remember um, it was like two weeks ago, there was like a um, video surfaced of Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather. Like they was doing the little, like um, standing in each other's face, trying to act like they was going to do a rematch and shit. And 
50 Cent came on Instagram. was like, damn, champ, you ran through that money already? And everybody was just calling Floyd Burrow because, like, why are you about to fight again? And I don't know, man. I just read an article, like, from two verified checks on Twitter, and they're saying that Manny Pacquiao just signed to Mayweather Promotions, which is insane. He signed to Floyd Mayweather Promotions. And now he's going to be fighting Adrian Broner. The Adrian Broner fight, I've been wanting that fight for three or four years now because I always felt like at the time, Adrian Broner, well, this is before Adrian Broner fell off. He was definitely Floyd-like, you know what I mean? So I always thought that would have been a good fight. And he he's not as defensive as Floyd, so he actually stands there and punches more. But And it would be a good, I think it'd still be a good fight as old as Pacquiao is. I think it'd still be a good fight. But I'm just really shocked to see that Manny Pacquiao signs to Floyd Mayweather with his promotions, man, because they're both legends. Floyd's better than him, obviously, a better record, more successful. But I think that they've, they've both, they're both legends. Like you could rank them if if somebody was both put them both in their top five, I wouldn't be mad. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, damn, like Manny's business is all the way fucked up because Manny signed to Top Rank Entertainment which is Bob Arum, who Floyd was once signed to and broke contract with and had to pay to get out of his contract because he just felt Bob Arum was not doing his job and was just raping him. And if that's the case to see that Manny Pacquiao is actually is underpaid and has to sign with Floyd because his finances ain't right, that is crazy, bro. Because he's, he's got more fights than Floyd. He's probably taking a lot more punishment than Floyd, and he's still fighting. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why are you still fighting? And now you're signed to Floyd Mayweather? I really don't know what to say, man. And I hope that that shit is not true, but it looks like it's true. Because that just means, in my eyes, it looks like Manny might be kind of broke. You know what I'm saying? Because he should be able to promote his own fights. He's one of the biggest fighters of all time, especially in Asia. He has that He has that going for him. So it's just like, damn, you really signed to your arch enemy, the nigga that you had mad beef with. Crazy. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Signed to Floyd Mayweather with an Al Heyman. Crazy, man. This is actually just crazy. But the NBA is definitely on its way back. Preseason's been been pretty decent. You know what I mean? Been some exciting games. Um, LeBron, yo, man. I'm really, I really can't wait for the actual season to start, man. The Lakers are just, they're just an exciting, they're an exciting team. Brandon Ingram's been playing well. Lonzo Ball is looking deeds and shit. LeVar Ball has disappeared. Like, it's, yo, LeBron, the LeBron effect is crazy, man. Like, LA's really, like, obviously the Lakers are, are a story franchise. They are always going to be talked about. But they're literally the NBA's baby right now. Like, the, the Lakers is more is more popping than the Warriors. Like, the hype the hype is crazy. Um, LeBron, LeBron's saying Brandon Ingram's a special talent, you know what I mean? Everybody said that, you know, Kevin Durant compared him to himself when he was coming out of college, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to see in his third year if he can be that guy with LeBron. LeBron always elevates people's career, um, people's games. But it's just like, it's just crazy because LeBron, like all these guys in the Lakers, like LeBron never acknowledged any of them, you know what I'm saying? Maybe behind closed doors, you know, he was cool with them, but... Now he's gotta he's gotta rally up his guys. So we're gonna be hearing so many quotes from LeBron. I mean, so many he's gonna be giving so many praise, calling people special talents, and you know, future Hall of Famers. It's gonna be like, damn, like nigga, you just saying that because they're your teammates. But 
I'm sure he's, he sees these things in him, but I guess LeBron, if you're not his teammate, he can't really highlight you unless, you, you know what I mean, you're like his man's man's. But I think LeBron going to this team is like another way that his legacy is, is going to be... It's, it's already cemented, but I feel like playing with Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, these may be future Hall of Famers. You know what I'm saying? Having that impact on their career, where is that going to put... Like, they're only going to rank you as the greatest ever. Like, they're going to cap for you. They're going to go to bat for you and say, yo, you're better than Jordan. Like, these guys really got to play what you got to see. And they're going to be, God willing, they'll be in the league for the next 15, 20 years. Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball. Like, they're like kids, like 21, 20 years old. So it's like, all they're going to remember is, yo, LeBron showing me the ropes. LeBron helping me get my first title if they win a title. Like, LeBron teaching me this. Like, it's just making the game, it's making LeBron, as he's getting older, going to be around such a young core of guys, going to keep him young, keep him fresh, keep his name out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be that nigga forever. Like, he's really gonna go out on a, on a high horse. I don't think he's gonna go out like anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kobe was still those like at the time all those guys, Kobe, Mike, all those greats. They were the, the guys on their team. Like, LeBron is gonna slowly just kind of be always be that guy. But when you have all this young talent, you you still got gunners around you, so you ain't gonna be looking. Bad as hell. Like, you know, Kobe's teams is really losing on his on his last legs, on his way out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's just gonna be a dope season, man. Like, I feel like the it's I think it's a lot more even you know, I mean obviously the East is still a weaker conference, but I feel like it's a lot the playing field in each division and each conference is really like it's 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 slim. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Besides the Warriors and even the Warriors, man, you no 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 not to jinx you're one injury away for some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I really feel like the playing field is crazy, man. I seen James Harden, he he dropped like thirty five and and nine and eight in like three quarters, sh- shooting nine of nine from the three point line or some shit. Like Houston's looking good. Melo's Melo looks comfortable there. Yo, I I really can't wait for these games to start meaning something. The season gets underway on October 16th, um, Philadelphia versus Boston, Oklahoma City versus Golden State. I don't think that Golden State-Oklahoma City game is going to be fair at all because Russ is not there. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be Paul George alone. But I do want to say that I'm that's my sleeper team this year, Oklahoma City Thunder, because Melo's gone and not to just, it has nothing to do with Melo. I just feel like everybody's going to know their role now. They're going to be a lot more comfortable. They're deeper. They have Andre Robeson coming back in two months. They have Dennis Schroeder running the point. Uh, I believe they got another player. I just can't remember the name right now. Um, and then when you have Russell Westbrook and Paul George, I believe. Like I really believe in that team. Um, Philadelphia Boston on the opener is gonna be is gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts. That those are the two teams besides the Raptors that are gonna be. Those are the three teams that's gonna be the battling for the head. You know what I'm saying? I personally believe this is Kyrie, Kyrie Irving's MVP season. I think he's going to win MVP or finish top three in the voting because he's going to push the Celtics over the top. He's playing for a contract. I just I just really think it's going to be that year for Kyrie Irving. I, I hope he wins his MVP just to cement that in his books and just make him a certified first ballot Hall of Famer. But I really see him having his year this year. He has all the pieces around him. Like I, I, I think I can see twenty seven and eight. Twenty I don't know if he has to score twenty seven on that team, but maybe twenty four and eight. 
shooting 50%. You know what I'm saying? MVP year, man. I definitely I definitely think it's going to be Kyrie's MVP year. Um, Jimmy Butler, apparently, yo, Tom Thibodeau's just a stubborn nigga, man. He's the GM of the of the Timberwolves and president of basketball operations. And apparently, the owner of the Timberwolves, I think his name is Glenn Taylor, wants Jimmy Butler out of there. And Tom Thibodeau is just asking for wild shit when niggas is traded on the phone during the trades. Apparently, this, um, the 76ers inquired about Jimmy Butler, and he said he wanted Ben Simmons, knowing that Ben Simmons is a prospect, is their 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 baby, their jewel. He's going to be on contract. He's basically locked in for another seven years at, with the Sixers. What do you so? They know that deal is not going through, and room, um, reports are coming out that that uh, the Timberwolves are that are are gearing up to have Jimmy Butler with them for the start of the season. That's just gonna be mad turmoil after all the shit with Wiggins, after all the shit with Towns. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot of egos because it's going to be like, all right, Nick Wiggins can't come to the facility after he was talking shit about Jimmy Butler. If Jimmy Butler comes back to the team, he was happy he was getting traded. Like, there's just a lot of bullshit towards, you know what I mean, to it. I don't know if they can iron it out. Like, I don't think Jimmy Butler cares. I don't think he holds grudges or shit like that. I, think, I don't think he, anything those guys will say will bother him. They could probably iron it out. But he probably doesn't want to be there because he's not going to extend long term after all this bullshit. Um... Yeah, man, and I just want to know, like, yo, season opener, October 17th, okay, season opener is October 16th, the next day is October 17th, weed is legal in Toronto, do you know how many niggas is going to get busted coming to Toronto trying to smoke that loud when they come play the Raptors, man, I know it's legal in Denver, I'm sure niggas is smoking up in Denver, but when niggas come to Toronto, niggas going to be, you're going to see how high niggas is going to be on the court, you're going to see, the, you're going to know the niggas that's smoking weed before the games, man, um, Toronto versus Cleveland season opener. Uh, LeBron's gone. That is, man, ain't, ain't nothing sweet about that. Ain't nothing special about that. Uh, <laughs> ain't nothing special about the about the Cavs coming to Toronto at all. Shout out to Tristan Thompson. He's coming home. But other than that, that ain't nothing really to 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 look out about. But um, I'm really excited for the season, man. You know me, man. I love the NBA. This is my favorite time of the year. Keep you stay busy. You stay have something to watch and. You are entertained. You know what I mean? But I'm really, I'm excited to see what the Raptors do this season. I got my tickets to, you know, some of these Raptors games. Definitely going to see Kyrie this year. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm i I'm, I'm a believer of the Raptors this year. I'm really usually, I'm a realist when it comes to this basketball and sports thing. I know whatever team I'm supporting, I look at their odds and I'm like, can you do this? This year, I can see the Raptors doing something, man. And apparently... Kawhi Leonard is is happy to be here. Like I know that could just be talks, you know. But Danny Green is saying a lot of stuff that this is the most vocal he's ever seen Kawhi been. He's talking a lot, like in the huddles. He's talking a lot in the locker rooms. He's sharing his views with guys. Hey man, I guess you and, and I said that before. Like with Deron Dar Williams was on the Utah Jazz. There's this culture and a system of certain coaches, and you respect. Pop, I respect Popovich with to the fullest. He's a great person, but being a kid from California, you know what I mean, a kid from the hood, you can't, maybe Kawhi is quiet by nature, but like just certain things you want to do, just be comfortable doing, you probably can't do in San Antonio. 
it's a different culture here in Toronto. It's a different culture in probably a lot of NBA teams where it's like, yo, you're free to be yourself. You're free to be a young nigga. You know what I mean? Getting money and living living your best life. You know what I'm saying? You probably can't move like that in San Antonio. So there's a lot of positive reports coming out about Kawhi Leonard. Um, so hopefully, you know what I mean, he can just commit earlier in the season and just put all that shit to rest and just have the Raptors focus properly. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, man, that's all I got to say about ball until the season actually does start. Um, before I get up out of here, I just I actually forgot it was Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Over the weekend, I really don't have much to say when it comes to Thanksgivings and all that. Like I see a lot of y'all taking mad pictures with your families and doing all that. God bless you, and I'm happy for you. That shit. I never, I never really grew up having all those, you know what I'm saying? A lot of my family doesn't really live on this side of the country, you know what I'm saying? Some of them live in England, some of them live in Africa, you know what I mean? So as far as family, we're kind of like the first generation in Canada, in Toronto, so with that. And and my mom's always working, it's just, you know what I mean? We never really had those 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 real dinners, those intimate moments, so I'm going to keep it real. But so shout out to all you guys that had that, and... um. Thanksgiving is always a time to be thankful. And there's a story that I want to talk about before I get out of here, man, because I hate using death to appreciate life, but you really got to appreciate life and, and you really got to understand that sometimes you're just not in control. You know what I'm saying? God knows why and that's it. Like That's all you can really, That's those are the only answers you can get sometimes from life. You know what I'm saying? Um, there was a car crash. In upstate New York, Albany, New York, man, a limousine, a limousine. Um, I believe twenty victims, twenty victims, twenty people died at this in this car crash. That nobody knows the real reason or what exactly happened, but it is unfortunate. It was um, family members um, killed after leaving a wedding. There was four sisters from one family a pair of brothers from another family, and two pairs of newlyweds among the 20 people that died in a car crash in upstate New York. Um, the limo was heading to a 30th birthday party, and you just um, the last thing one of the passengers did was, I believe um, one of the newlyweds was text um, one of her friends and say that, that the limo was having problems, engine trouble. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of like the last thing she said. And it's just unfortunate, man, because something like a tragedy like this, you can never get over. You can probably never get over losing somebody ever. Um, ever, but to lose, you could, somebody probably lost two children and a, a, a child in law. Some probably, probably lost four family members, cousins, and then still lost best friends at the same time. Somebody lost a wife, a husband. Like it's, it's, it's a tragedy. Like they're tight knit groups. So these are twenty people that are all related to each other, whether by blood or by friendship. It, that's gonna shake hundreds of people. You know what I'm saying? When you think about their individual family members and their friends on on, like, and the list just goes on. Like it's, it's unfortunate, man. And like it's something that you just question. It's like, damn, twenty people going to celebrate. This just this just this is just this is sad, man. It hit a whole family, man. That shit is that shit is really sad, man. Um, there's an investigation going on right now, and governor, um, the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, 
He told reporters that an inspection of the limo turned up and several violations and the limo wasn't properly licensed. You know what I'm saying? Um, the brother, the twin brother of the driver said he's, he knows his brother to have his license and all that stuff. So it's, it's a big investigation, but that's what the government's saying right now, man. The governor's saying the limo wasn't licensed, the vehicle didn't pass inspection. So that could be a much bigger issue at hand as to, as to what happened. As far as the engine, as far as the car not being certified, may have issues, but damn, it's just unfortunate, man. It's just unfortunate, man. Shit is, shit is spooky. Like, that shit is crazy and sad. You really gotta, like, how do you, like, I just don't understand where their, where their parents go from here. Like, where, how do you question this? Losing, like, you could, a lot of these people lost everybody. You know what I'm saying? You could lose everybody in that car. You know what I'm saying? Um, they leave behind children. These newlyweds leave behind children and stepchildren. Shit is just shit is just sad, man. Twenty people lost their life at one moment, man. Going to the same place, and they're all related. Like you just you can't you can't ever imagine something like that. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't even sound real. You know what I'm saying? And it just um, as far as certification and stuff like and licenses, I think maybe we should just. Like I don't even want to get into specifics and stuff, but I just maybe we should just um try our best to just you know what I mean know if we're if something a vehicle we're getting in is is the right one. You know what I'm saying? If you're hiring a vehicle or a limo, you know you make sure it's it's from a, a credible place. And that's why I'm a person that always says I like to I like to go with brands because I want to know that I can call customer service and I can get somebody on the line who's gonna help me. I know that you have a building, you have a name to uphold. You know what I mean, so that you're not gonna take any chances that could fuck me over. You know what I'm saying? But um, unfortunate situation, man. A truly unfortunate situation. I just want to say, rest in perfect peace, man, to these, to these victims and to their families. May God bless them and, and console them, and you know, and just give them the strength to just go on each day. You know what I'm saying? Because that is that is when I read this, I was just like, whoa, like that is that is that is the definition of tragic. You know what I'm saying? And this is something that their families will probably never get over for hundreds of years. Like, it's going to be something that's going to be talked about. You know what I'm saying? Like, you lost a part of your, a good part of your family tree right there. You know what I'm saying? So, just appreciate life, man. You never know when it can end. You never know when it's over. You never know when you somebody you care about could lose their life. You know what I'm saying? You got to appreciate life. I say that every day. Try to live life to the fullest, accomplish what you can accomplish. I mean, and what you can't change, you know what I mean? Just learn to accept it, you know what I'm saying? Let, let God handle that, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, man, I'm going to leave it at that. It's your boy E. It's s 2 Real. Um, if you're listening right now, you made it this far, man, hit the like button. That little heart you see there, if you're on the iP- um, Apple Music app, podcast app, go to comment section like subscribe review in the comment section hit me up at it's too real pod on twitter um email it's too real gmail um it's too real the podcast at gmail.com i want to hear from y'all man um i appreciate everybody listening it's love man it's your boy east it's too real